You are listening to Inside Healthcare, a podcast presented by NCQA. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Inside Healthcare. I'm NCQA's Director of Communications, Matt Brock. On Inside Healthcare, we often take time to highlight the many facets and offerings of our organization. A significant part of that is the digital measurement community, which allows people from throughout the healthcare realm to collaborate with NCQA experts. You'll not only have a chance to share ideas and suggest improvements to what we do, you'll also access critical resources for digital measure development and uptake. In this episode of Inside Healthcare, we hear from a member of the digital measurement community, Tavia Rausch. She's head of clinical informatics with the New York eHealth Collaborative. Before that, she spent nearly five years in charge of population health and data quality for the nonprofit HICSNI, a health information exchange connecting individuals, providers, and organizations across Eastern New York State. Just a quick note that this episode was recorded in December of 2020, before the COVID-19 Delta variant had significantly spread throughout the U.S. Joining me today is Tavia Rausch, and Tavia is the Director of Clinical Informatics at New York eHealth Collaborative. Welcome, Tavia. It's glad to have, I'm glad to have you here. Well, thank you. We're definitely glad to be here. What Tavia is here to talk about is that NCQA partnered with uh, the New York State Department of Health uh, to investigate the feasibility of using health information exchange data to calculate electronic quality measures. And she is here to tell us how that went, how it started, the scope of, of the work, and uh, and some results, I believe. So. Uh, let's start, Tavia, with sort of background on the, I, I think it's New York Elect, uh, Electronic Collaborative. Yeah, so I work for an organization called the New York eHealth Collaborative. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we work with HIEs in New York State by providing them guidance policy, contracting, and really the support that they need to be successful in our environment. Now, an HIE, if people don't know, it's it's an acronym for Health Information Exchange. And basically, they are large document repositories of health data from all of an integrated community um, of clinical sources sending information. Hmm. And uh, and what is how does the Department of Health there in New York fit in? So the Department of Health is um, really our where we take our direction from. They are our policy and public health surveillance and research support team. They are also our funding agent. They definitely go out and get a lot of funding um, from different sources that we're able to manage the contracts to uh, make sure that the QEs are doing meaningful work that contribute to uh, improved patient outcomes and definitely population health. What is, uh, and then involved with this as well is, uh, I think it's Shen NY. <laughs> I'm reading, right? Um, so what is what is that? So that's, I think we love our acronyms here. Yes. I don't think we can come up with any more to give you today, Matt. Um, but the SHINee is an acronym for the State 
Health Information Network of New York. And that's really just a network of all of the HIEs when we put all of them together and we combine them. So all of those data sources coming from healthcare organizations into the HIE, and then you take the HIEs all together and we, we call that the SHINee. So it's a statewide organization of um, health data. And they all worked along with you on and us, I presume, on this uh, project. On this project, we worked with two of the Shinies HIEs. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the project. Uh, just give us a quick summary of what you intended to find. Well, we know that health information data, electronic data from an HIE is valuable because that's where the providers are documenting all of the care that they're providing to their patients. And we know that that care that's captured is really important in measuring quality of care that's delivered to a patient. And we bring that all in electronically and we bring it all in at a statewide level. And what we wanted to see is if all of this electronic data could be applied to additional electronic clinical data specifications for quality measurement. So what that means essentially is there are certain electronic clinical data standards for data that comes out of an EMR. And we wanna see if the data we get from an EMR can fit into those standards and we can actually accurately measure quality for uh, that the providers are giving to the patients. So it sounds like to me, you're trying to align the data so that it all not, uh, and again, uh, this is some uh, complex stuff, but it sounds like to me you're trying to sort of align the data collection and, and count it once and that sort of thing. Yeah, we're basically trying to see if, if the standards that are already put out by organizations such as HEDIS or CMS, if those standards for the data to measure quality will actually fit with our data. So does it look the same and can we use our data in the way that they would like to use electronic data. Can you adapt it to their needs? Correct, perfect. Okay, so uh, so then tell us what how you did it and what you found. So we looked at four quality measurement sets. We looked at a quality measurement specification for two cancer screening measures, one for breast cancer and one for colorectal cancer. And we also looked at an electronic specification for uh, follow-up care for children with prescribed ADHD medications and a controlling high blood pressure measure set. Hmm. And so each of those, uh, so then tell me, because I, I, I see them. So each of those, uh, you tested data and compared their data with your data? Yep, so we took um, a, a current electronic or ECDS measure, so a, basically a guidebook for electronic data, and we applied that specification or that guidebook to our data set for those four measures. Two and of the measures we found that we did a very good job. Our data can conform or, like you said, align very well with the measure specification that you put out that is a, a national standard. 
And we showed that we can capture, not only does our data work, but we are capturing really good care that doctors are giving their patients and that they're screening them for cancer. And that because we have that integrated data set coming from a lot of different places, we showed that we are giving more credit to the physicians for getting their patients out there and getting them screened. So, so I think that that's really good. So yeah, well, but does that mean that uh, as things are currently, and I think you, we probably can assume as things are currently, we're sort of leaving some care on the cutting room floor in terms of we're not really counting it. Well, I'm sure, yes, exactly. I, we're definitely leaving some care out there. Um, I think even on HIE is leaving some air on the table or on the cutting room floor, but we were very excited that with a, an actual electronic specification, we can use that and apply that very well. And we're capturing, you know, higher than normal rates for Medicaid patients. So it's, we can always do better, but we, we liked the results for those two measures very much. Which one were they? They were the the breast and the colorectal cancer screening measures fit very well with an HIE data set. What happened with the ADHD uh, youth? So the attention deficit disorder medication measure, we uh -huh. weren't even able to calculate because HIE data, again, we're getting information from physicians' EMRs. Mm -hmm. And when they're talking to their patients and they're prescribing medication, they put the orders into their computers and then they send the orders to the pharmacies. The measure actually measured once they go to the pharmacy and they take their medication, are they getting follow-up care? We don't actually know if they've, the pharmacies aren't highly connected in New York State, so we don't know if they're picking up their medication and they're taking it. So doing a measure with adherence is just not good for HIE data because we only know what the physicians want. Our data doesn't necessarily tell us what the patient's doing. Mm. And so that, that that leaves something out. So is there a recommendation to find a way to get that data from pharmacies or from clinicians? Yes. You know, we're doing a lot of work in New York State to increase pharmacy contribution to an HIE. Um, one of our HIEs has been very successful in getting a large, you know, supermarket pharmacy connected across the state. They're actually a multi-state pharmacy sending data. We have an incentive program here. We're working on trying to incentivize pharmacies to send more data so that we know if the patient's picking up the medication so we could measure adherence in the future. Um, but it's, you know, with everything going on, it's, it's just one piece of a very important puzzle that we're really trying to work on to measure care delivery. And, and I think that's what we're finding interesting at NCQA as we move in the same direction as you all are in trying to encourage more data, better data, and, uh, and better measures. Um, so how did, how did uh, your HIEs align with NCQA's HEDIS and with, uh, with uh, you know, the government's measures? One of our HIEs was able to achieve breast and colorectal cancer screening rates similar to NTQA reported rates for the target population. And then we were able to report out on a slightly higher than average national rate for um, that Medicaid is reporting. So for just the Medicaid patients, we were capturing more. And from an NCQA perspective for the same time period, we were just under their average. So what do those results tell you? So those results tell us that I think that our data set for 
cancer screening is an integrated data set that can meet um, that are their valid results because they're showing as much as or more capture than what's being reported through tradi traditional methods right now. And that's exciting because these are near time interfaces, so we're always getting more data in. We're always connecting more sources. So in the future, this was the first time we've done something like this with comparing it to a specific specification. So there's really only room to go up. Right, because the uh, we haven't had access to all this data before, and we're working out ways to, um, for for lack of a, a technical word for me at least, to shuffle it, to organize it, and uh, I think you guys use the word logic um, on how to use it and how to differentiate it and how to make sure they're not duplicates and how to better capture it, uh, and we're all working on that. So then, on your study. How does it inform us in terms of next steps sort of for the digital measurement community, not the, just the NCQA digital measurement community, but the overall uh, broad community uh, in New York and nationwide? So what I would like to see is I believe that these results show that an HIE's data set is an electronic data set that's actually worth harnessing. So when we're coming up with standards, so ECDS measure calculation standards, so the guidebook or the set of rules to apply to electronic data, that an HIE can be valuable and they should be part of that conversation as we develop new standards. And I think that it shows that the importance of using these highly integrated sources, such as an HIE instead of a single source, is going to more accurately capture the care that's being delivered and as the physicians start to you know work harder and move towards value-based contracts it's more and more important that we're giving the most accurate picture of the care that they're delivering and and the the health of the patients and the real value and something we've been really uh excited about is exactly what you talked about a little bit earlier is that it's so real time it's so we'd like to get to where it was really real time and really all aligned, but it, the benefit of this is that it's a lot of data and it's not a year old. No, it's what I like to use. Um, I've been caught a couple of times using the term real time because when you say real time, people really are hoping that it's down to the second. And some of our HIE data is is exactly that. As soon as it's recorded, it comes to us, but it doesn't always work that way. So I like to use the word near time and near time is so much more and so much faster than anything that's happening right now. And when we're looking at things such as the you know global pandemic and the public health surveillance responses, um, anytime you're harnessing a near time set, you have a, a better chance of capturing actually what's happening and, and really improving that patient outcome. Because that's what we're all here for. We're measuring quality really to make sure, yes, to incentivize physicians, but also to make sure that we're improving those patient outcomes and that we're, we're helping our population. Accountability, true accountability in terms of accurate data. Correct. So, uh, so then next steps for this project uh, and for applying what you've learned. So I think the next steps for us are to 
we did learn that we did have some data gaps. Um, I think we can improve our electronic capture and we can align a little bit better with the ECDS specs by making some data quality adjustments to our current data sets, which means that we would show even more um, numerator capture or more exclusions from the denominator, which is good for everyone across the board. And I think if we really study those specs and maybe become part of that conversation as they're developed, we can improve our data set to, to align a little bit better. So that's an important part of it because this was just our first run. I think also we want to look at some other measures. Um, we know that the medication measures are not great for an HIE data set because we don't have the capability for adherence, but we do have capability to look at some of the other uh, quality measures. Diabetes is a great one um, that we would have data for. Um, and really just seeing how else we can be part of that conversation. Um, we were also able to be very lucky to be part of a, a program through NCQA and our three of our HIEs here in New York State um, have become certified data aggregators. So a health insurance plan using uh, HIE data no longer has to validate that data source themselves. Um, the HIE was able to get the certification in the seal so that this data, our electronic data set, can be applied much um, easier to um, HEDIS reporting. So I think that being able to, that's just another venue for us to use our HIE data for quality measurement, and we're very excited about that. When I say to our listeners, please excuse the uh, computer sounds. I think they're mine, actually, and uh, we're doing things in a different way these days, not taping inside healthcare inside the studio, but, uh, you know, from our homes, we're living like everyone else from our homes. So um, tell me, uh, Tavia, you know, I, I've already made it very clear that some of this stuff is uh, sort of beyond uh, my understanding, and I always try and narrow things down and make them as simple as possible for my own good, but for others as well. And uh, I, I just wonder what what you want the walk away to be uh, with this study and what you want it to be with this podcast. What do you want to happen? I would like everyone that's listening to start to think about an HIE's data set as a valuable contribution to quality measurement. Um, we are definitely doing a lot of work in the state to be part of that space because we really want to be able to be part of the conversation and start helping quantify care that care delivery that's happening in a sustainable and near time way. Um, I would also like to you know, continue to be partners with NCQA. It's been a very, very beneficial experience for us in, in all of the projects that we work on because it shows us what our gaps in data quality are and what our, you know, our wins and successes can be and where we can apply our data to, um, to really make a difference and, and to be part of quality measurement and other projects as a whole. And if someone wanted to uh, ask you more questions and possibly more detailed and complex questions, um, is there a way for them to get in touch with you? Oh, absolutely. Um, here in New York State and especially here at NICE, we're, we're always happy to have conversations with anyone, you know, in the state or anyone nationwide that's that's interested in, in our work, especially with, you know, quality measurement and data quality. 
Our website is www.nyehealth.org. Okay. And there is a contact us section on that. Um, and you can fill out the information there. And they, when we receive that, we can always route that to the direct, to the correct person. Uh, that might not always be me, but anything related to this podcast, it would be. But we have a huge team here of uh, highly skilled, highly available people that can answer questions. And let me, let me ask you this one, one sort of final question. What do you need government to do? What do you need policymakers and, uh, and measure makers to do with this information? You said you want them to see this as viable, usable um, data, not only usable, but um, uh, beneficial. So uh, what do you need these, these folks who are making the policies uh, to do with this? So we really just would like the HIE data set in general to always be at the top of their list when they're creating a measure specification or a new policy, because this is a huge data source of readily available data for analysis. And we do have the correct data. We do, as this study shows, can comply with national standards and measure specifications. So, you know, reach out to your HIEs, consider your HIEs when making these specifications and when writing policy and when, you know, thinking about data governance, because it's an untapped source that is capturing care. And, you know, we really want to be part of the conversation. And this is an exciting, uh, in some ways, new frontier um, of work. And so, you know, folks like me who are a little less knowledgeable, but even folks who are knowledgeable um, should read this study and uh, we'll find a way to post it uh, on our website with the, with the podcast, the copy of what we see and uh, or the summary so you can read it too. Um, but it is about getting everyone involved in this effort to transition, to transform into better electronic uh, tracking of data and patient outcomes and patient health, uh, maintenance, that sort of stuff. So, um, I think it's very exciting in, in those terms. And I'm sure we look forward Tavia, to working with you more in the future on this. I know NCQA has made, uh, digital measurement a big priority. So thank you for joining us for, uh, inside healthcare, any parting words? Um, just thank you. You know, thanking you for letting us have a venue to really show what our data set can do and how we can impact quality measurement. And I appreciate your time, Matt, and everything that your team has done to to give us a little bit of a voice. Um, we have, you know, a lot of HIEs in New York State, and you know, the shiny is is doing everything we can to to help and be part of the conversation as well. The shiny, not the shiny. <laughs> the shiny, like a nice shiny object. We have exactly what you're looking for. I'll put that too. Well, thank you very much, Davia. I appreciate you being here. And certainly we will follow up more on this topic. You can always uh, read more about it, usually on our blog, blog.ncqa.org. But most importantly, if this is your interest, you should look at the NCQA uh, website. Just search digital measurement community in the search box up there on the right of our website, www.ncqa.org. This is a community you'll want to be a part of. 
because it's uh, made up of all kinds of professionals working on this better measurement, better, better digital measurement, and uh, electronic measurement and electronic measures. Uh, there are a lot of irons in the fire for quality. That was my talk with clinical data guru, Tavia Rausch, recorded back in December. Now, to check out all the podcasts or catch up on NCQA's members' insights anytime, just check in at blog.ncqa.org. Search Inside Healthcare in the search bar and you'll find them all. And as always, you can find Inside Healthcare wherever you download your podcasts. Now, over the past few years, Inside Healthcare interviewed experts from across the healthcare world. We encourage you to go back and listen to what you may have missed or just revisit some episodes you've heard before. It's often interesting to note what's changed and what challenges lie ahead for the industry. There's a clip from our highest rated show to date, released in July 2019, episode 20. It featured NCQA healthcare analyst Catherine Clare chatting with Pete Stossel, Director of Contract Performance at AmeriHealth Caritas in Washington, D.C. He relives his experiences with Electronic Clinical Data Systems, or ECDS, which tackle health records, claims data, and other metrics needed for measure reporting. Pete discussed how his team was doing back then in collecting data for ECDS measurement. Now it's more of, of fostering relationships with the sources of the data. Mm -hmm. And, and when, you, when you're doing that, it has to be a true relationship. So I just can't go to you and say, hey, look, I want to hook up into your system, take all this stuff out. Thanks, bye. Um, I have to tell you why. And it goes back to the value-based piece. Hey, you're going to give me this, and I'm going to measure you, but I'm going to help you. I'm going to send stuff back to you that's going to help you get this extra incentive, and everyone wins. You know, Our members get taken care of. We close the care gaps, and you get incentivized for what you're doing. So... You know, that's really now, I think, is we, we've created the infrastructure. I think it's now refining the strategy and just finding a way to get to that first big hit. That's AmeriHealth Caritas Pete Stossel on Inside Healthcare back in 2019. By the way, you can send your feedback, thoughts, and guest recommendations to communications at ncqa.org. That's communications at ncqa.org. We, of course, welcome your input and especially those guest recommendations. Before we go, we wanted to remind you of NCQA's Quality Innovation Series. The series of more than 40 courses features experts and colleagues from across the healthcare spectrum. Sessions cover everything from health equity to telehealth, from high-tech medicine to the future of patient care. For all Quality Innovation Series sessions, NCQA offers discounts and continuing education credits toward maintaining various certifications. Coming up on Tuesday, September 14th, our Quality Innovation Series presents Improving Chronic Kidney Disease Care Through Toolkit Supported Strategies. I think they'll be unveiling the new toolkit they've put together. On Wednesday, September 15th, we present Geographic and Racial Disparities in Behavioral Health Services in Michigan Medicaid. That should be an interesting case study. 
And on Tuesday, September 21st, NCQA features tackling disease care in rural communities through a state-based collaborative. Now you can sign up for as many sessions as you like, and all sessions are recorded and may be viewed at any time. Find out more about the 2021 Quality Innovation Series at education.ncqa.org. So that does it for another edition of Inside Healthcare. Thank you for joining us. I'm Matt Brock. We'll see you again, no doubt. You've been listening to Inside Healthcare, a podcast brought to you by NCQA, the National Committee for Quality Assurance. Inside Healthcare is available on your computer or mobile device through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and on our blog at blog.ncqa.org forward slash podcast. <laughs>